0: Music Publishing Podcast, Episode 9. This is the Music Publishing Podcast with your host, Dennis Tobensky. Join Dennis in his weekly nuts and bolts conversations with composers, performers, and other arts professionals as they navigate their careers as concert musicians in the 21st century. And now your host, Dennis Tobensky. And welcome to the Music Publishing Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Tobensky. This week, I'm joined by Baltimore based composer Alexandra Gardner. Like so many guests on this show, Alex and I first became aware of one another because of Twitter. We interacted a bit here and there, but it wasn't anything major. And then in 2014, I wrote an article on score pricing for a new music box, and she was one of the editors who helped refine the piece. But it wasn't until much later that year that we finally got to actually know one another. Some mutual friends of ours had given a concert, and during the dinner afterward, Alex and I ended up at a table together with two other musicians who I happened to know quite well. Alex hadn't met them before, and she and I only knew each other a little bit at that point. But it turned out to be a really great night, and it's definitely the thing that pushed us from colleagues to friends. Now, there's no earth-shattering conclusion to the story, but I do think it's nicely illustrative of the sort of lowercase n networking that Alex and I talk about toward the end of the episode. Nobody set out to get something out of the interaction, and as a result, we ended up, I think, with a much more meaningful connection than we otherwise would have. So, having said that, here's Alexandra Gardner and episode 9 of the Music Publishing Podcast. So I'm here today with Alexandra Gardner. Alex, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Dennis. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> How's it going?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Doing good. Doing good. Glad to, to have you here today. I just, uh, for, for those on the audio feed, I just talked to Rob Deemer yesterday in real time, and who knows what the actual, um, the release schedule will be like, <laughs> if they'll, they'll come, you guys will come out on the same day or not, um... And I was telling him that I, uh, I just had got strep the other day. What? Yeah. Like I I got back from a friend's wedding and woke up just all disgusting. And then the antibiotics just totally kicked its butt.
1: I was going to say you sound fine to me.
0: Yeah. Like Monday was really weird, really feverish. And then, uh, uh, no, that was Tuesday and, uh, Wednesday, you know, had the antibiotics Tuesday evening totally fine <laughs> yesterday morning so i'm happy.
1: It in the mud
0: yeah uh the, the joys of of medicine modern medicine so uh enough of that uh so alex tell us a little bit about you what you do what you've done all of that stuff
1: sure um i am a composer surprise surprise yeah and uh i write music for a variety of musicians and ensembles of, Various shapes and sizes, solo instrumentalists, chamber (laughs) ensembles, orchestra, band. I also do quite a bit of electronic music Mm -hmm. um, and combine the instrumentalists with electronics. That's kind of um, a specialty Mm -hmm. of mine. Um, And uh, I also do, as a result of having begun my musical life as an electronic musician, and being good with computers have mm. also sort of spent a lot of my life doing uh, various digital media work nice. in the world. So uh, I spent a lot of time as an audio engineer and mm. uh, digital media consultant. I recently, uh, and this is how we met, I think, uh, worked several years at New Music Box mm-hmm. and as an editor,
0: yeah.
1: as one of the three editors of New Music Box. So... Um, yeah, so I have kind of a life divided between composition and digital media things related to music.
0: Nice, nice. Um, so when you were at, uh, yeah, that, that, that was definitely how we met through, through New Music Box when I uh, wrote an article yeah. through there. Um,
1: Actually, I remember I, I was thinking today, since I knew we were doing this, I was thinking that I, I think I first became aware of you because you really expertly live tweeted one of our live events. And oh. I, I had no idea who it was, but I remember I was I was paying attention because that was my <laughs> job. And uh and, and I remember thinking, What this is great. What is this guy doing? He's doing it really well. Thanks. Dennis <laughs> Kavinsky, whoever you are.
0: I I, <laughs> you know? I wish I remember what what event was that?
1: It was it was um I wish I could remember. It was a live event at it might have been about the when um the American Music Center and Meet the Composer were merging. I think it was a merger. Yeah,
0: the, it was the big
1: explanation live event at I want to say symphony, symphony. Space?
0: yeah, Symphony Space. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember that that was that was kind of a big deal at the time. And right. so I just thought yeah. there are a lot of people who can't be here, and I know that I have a reasonable following on Twitter. So yeah. why not just like put out like as succinct, succinctly as possible what everybody's saying? Yeah. Right. I, um, I had fun doing that. Though it was yeah. a little bit like, you know, listening and thumb typing.
1: That was really good. Usually, when strangers live tweet things, they get things wrong and it's terrible. But this was not the case at all. It was very oh, yes. good.
0: good. Good, good, good. Well, you know, I I try not to spread too much misinformation. You know, that's
1: good. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, by the way, become a composer so that you can like make tons of money. Oh wait, no, that's misinformation. <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs>
1: it's terribly, terribly wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it! Why didn't I become a doctor? <laughs> um, so when when you were at the New Music Box, uh, what were like? You were you were one of the editors. Um, yeah. So so what all what all did you did you do there, and, and what was that experience like?
1: Um, I did, well, we all kind of uh, would band together and decide what kinds of things we wanted to do each mm-hmm. of us and then run away and go do them and bring them <laughs> back and work on them together. So, um, I like Frank and Molly, um, mm-hmm. I wrote articles for mm-hmm. New Music Box myself, but mm-hmm. I also, uh, the daily posting and mm-hmm. dealing with, with, um, content. Nice. every day it's a New Music Box is a WordPress site so mm-hmm. spend a lot of time you know uh, posting and making everything look pretty and nice. reading nicely and everything mm-hmm. I also um, would hire people to write articles mm-hmm. or otherwise field out people who are interested in writing articles and sort of manage that process from, from beginning to end with nice. with our different writers we have um, we at the time we had sort of a you know, stable, if you will, of, mm-hmm. of, of people who would write for us regularly and then people come in and out and want to do special things. And so we, I would help um, manage that process and make sure that nice. articles got written and done in the time that they were supposed to, things mm-hmm. like that. And also um, with the other editors, uh, we would together plan sort of who the featured artists, mm. composers, and musicians would be each month so you know at the beginning of every month we would do a big splashy video interview and then another one in the in the middle of the month nice with a different composer so we would sort of plan those they're often they were often planned months ahead Mm -hmm. you know to sort of of figure out how to because usually they were people who needed to be scheduled well in advance to make sure that they had time or were in town or whatever So um yeah so I did a lot of the the scheduling and the filming and the writing and the you know interviewing depending <laughs> yeah we all we all would sort of shuffle around roles
0: Nice nice yeah, It was it was fun uh working with you on the the article that I wrote I can't believe it's already like a little over 2 years ago
1: Was it's it like, that long It was like
0: February of 14 I
1: oh, think Oh okay wow it's, yeah That's
0: kind of yeah cuz I wasn't I wasn't a, just yet a full year out of day job land Mm -hmm. when, when that happened. Um, That, yeah, that was, that was fun to, uh, to write that and then to, to get everybody's feedback. And um, I, I I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was you. I uh, frequently used the term self pub, self pubbed. And because it's just, you know, i read so much about books and and sure. the, like all the writers there are like yeah self pubbed stuff you know indie pub and and you were like i don't think we use that term <laughs> you're like can can we just say self published and like yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah well we try to be aware you know we try to be aware of you know jargon yeah jargon that that you know, a reader coming for the first time wouldn't necessarily know what it is. You yeah. Know, we yeah. all know what you mean, but yeah, you know, but just to be friendly sure. to, to every to as many people mm, as possible. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then there were the few of my uh kind of my bitchier lines in there that uh you helped you guys helped me to tone it down just a <laughs> hair. I still, you know, stirred shit, but uh <laughs>
1: It's good to stir it up. It's yeah, stir it, it up, it, you know. yeah,
0: it, yeah. I I got called a jerk on one podcast Aww, <laughs> for what? that. Yeah, it was very fun. I was like, okay, you think so? Well,
1: <laughs> as they say, never read the comments. <laughs> I
0: know, right? Oh, I made that mistake. <laughs> I don't think I responded, which was smart. Um, yeah. I did on Facebook. <laughs> that was dumb. Um, so yeah, that well, that that article um, for people who don't know, I I read a whole. Forty-five hundred like word tome on uh, pricing your scores, and um, I think I originally heard from from Franco Terry that you thought that my prices were even low based on my, um, you know, even though I used my my little formula. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear hear your thoughts on that. Like, I, I, part part of this podcast is just me learning about my own stuff. Um, right. So I, I definitely want to get your thoughts on 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 how i price my scores and what you and how you price yours and what you think you know people should should generally do like rules of thumb or, or just thoughts of yours
1: right um pricing yes i remember that i did think that that your prices were a little bit a little bit low but i appreciate all the sort of working through it that you did it's very <laughs> scientific and my methods are less scientific <laughs> but um in terms of pricing things that's you know it's everybody's individual choice, how mm-hmm. you price your I mean, I'm l- like you, I'm a self-published mm-hmm. composer. I deal with my own you know, sending out my own scores and parts and rental materials and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was figuring out how to really price things, I did quite exhaustive research by just looking at a, a trillion
0: <laughs> composer
1: websites who 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 also self-published. Yeah. And sort of figuring out what you know, what made sense, what felt like the right amount for me. I mean, mm-hmm. you know how much you know how much work you put into your
0: mm-hmm. scores, yeah,
1: into writing your music mm-hmm. and and everything, and how much work you put into you know dealing with the parts and mm-hmm. all the administration that deals with that. It's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of a things. Charm. So you know, my feeling was has always been, you know, I want to feel like That is some, that is acknowledged in my Mm -hmm. pricing, you know, like people are paying for the music and the work that it took to make this, you know, Mm -hmm. to make this happen the, you know, sort of blood, sweat and tears of writing it Mm -hmm. and, uh, and making sure that it is professionally presented in a Mm -hmm. way that is, that musicians can take it and play it and Mm -hmm. have a successful time, um, with it. So yeah, I did exhaustive research with tons and tons of of composer sites and some were very high and some were very low and mm-hmm. i i i did kind of pick an in-between mm-hmm. place for my material that felt comfortable to mm-hmm. me but not i didn't feel like i was lowballing. yeah 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 you know i i hate i hate i'm aii i'm very aware of this because i know that i am personally like totally a low baller on lots of things. So I'm always (laughs) like checking myself to be like, do I feel good about this situation? You know? Um, so I figured out pricing, you know, first for the scores of mine that are most popular. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and that has been, that has been successful. I've never, I've never had anybody complain and say, Oh, "Oh, I, that's just too, Mm -hmm. that's too expensive. And, you know, there were times when I thought people might, and they were like, Oh, great send me an invoice that's, mm-hmm. you know nice so woo, yeah that, that's good um, so i feel like i found um a good spot mm-hmm. for myself um that said I, I don't i don't have a an official sort of online score you can or, excuse me store you mm-hmm. can order it yourself mm-hmm. situation um on my website right now people do contact me though to for, for mm-hmm. orders and things nice. but Nice. That's the next. That's the next project. Yeah, like, the next iteration. That won't of... change my prices. They're, they're, yeah. They. Yeah, they kind of are what they are. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think it's worked out, and I, like I said, I've never had a complaint, and uh, I feel good about. I feel good about the prices.
0: You nice. Know? Nice. I don't remember. I mean, I. I I, I could look because I've got your website open in a tab here. Um, do do you post your the, the prices on the website or I do don't. People, I you usually
1: don't? wait for people to contact me and then okay. I just tell them you know what it is. Like my I have a series of pieces for solo instrument with electronics mm-hmm. that are really generally really popular, mm-hmm. and most of those pieces are kind of all the same price. Okay, so yes. um, you know it's I kind of base it on mostly the the number the number of parts. Mm-hmm. That are involved and uh, the length yeah. of the piece. Yeah. So you know, a longer piece will obviously be a little more, but mm-hmm. and a shorter piece less. But it's more about you know how many parts. You know, the solo instrument with electronics I kind of count as two parts, mm-hmm. a duo in a way. And then you know, the quartets will be a bit more, and then mm-hmm. you know, larger chamber ensemble. More, you know, it's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah. The the pricing scheme once you once you figure out like the the smallest smallest ensembles then mm-hmm. you can sort of go up in a way that makes sense yeah you there. can
0: you can scale it up
1: exactly yeah
0: nice yeah my 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 thing um my the the uh, formula that's the word that i i tend to use and and i, I i've tweaked it since that uh that mm-hmm. article you know you, you just live and learn um i tend to to take the, the, well, I look at the number of pages in the score and in the parts and I figure out what it's going to cost me to print it. And, you know, so I know what my costs are there and then, you know, tack on, a, you know, whatever percentage percentage that I know a distributor will, will take, uh, and then, you know, figure out what, <laughs> then how much I want to make off of it and, and sort of, and there's a lot of re- reverse engineering that sometimes has to happen. Um, like oh, yeah, totally. That, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, I think in probably the 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 one space where I have more most room to grow is in my in my share of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I don't want to get screwed on. Okay, this is going to cost me twenty dollars to print, but I'm only going to charge fifteen. It's like no, like if it's going to no. cost me twenty dollars yeah. to print, exactly. I have to you know have that. Make
1: sure that you make.
0: Yeah, what you want to make? Yeah, I know that when I throw it throw it up on uh, Sheet Music Plus uh, f- through yeah. SMP Press, then then you know I know this is how much they're going to take, and so this is how much I'm going to earn at the end. Um, right. And yeah, I think I think my um, I think for that article, my share was like twenty percent of the of the the list price, um, and I could definitely stand to raise that a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed.
1: Yeah. But you've done it a smart way, too, where if you have it on Sheet Music Plus or some kind of distribution service, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about it once it's up there. People can buy it and get it, and you're done. Yeah.
0: So far, I haven't made a lot of sales there, but it's the place where I've made the most sales. Um, Go through, like, there, and Music Spoke. um, I've considered a few others, but I'm trying to figure out if they're cost effective, because sometimes you have to pay to be a yeah. part of those services. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, yeah. And, and I'm,
0: I'm a little yeah. bit like, um, <laughs> is it really worth $50 a year or $100 a year to maybe make a sale? Uh, I, my answer is generally no right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but... Um, but yeah, I think I, I did a lot of research as well. I, I went to a bunch of self-published composers' websites and to, and also to like Boozy and Shermer and here and there and just to see, okay, this piece is roughly the same length as mine. It's, you know, and I, I own this. I know that it's roughly the same number of pages as mine. How do you price it? Okay, I'm a little lower than you. That's fine. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the ballpark of where you are. So right, uh, yeah. I'm comfy with it. Right. I think that uh,
1: sort of... Honestly, also age and experience have mm-hmm. you can add that in too. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. if I've been a composer for over twenty five years, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's okay to you know yeah,
0: to to bump it up a little bit. Here. Bump
1: it up a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. So things yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, and, and definitely when I think when you're younger, you you might want to stay a little lower just to make the barrier to entry a, a little. Easier, for Maybe a little for bit.
1: I mean, if you're if it's your you know very first you know baritone and piano score,
0: you mm-hmm. know you don't
1: want to yeah have it be hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You
0: know>. That <laughs> yeah, would be yeah,
1: lovely. Yeah. However, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I know a few people who um, I'm working on a, a website for for another composer and um, you know putting the, his store together, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at the prices that he's listed. I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're you are much more advanced in your career than I am, but wow, that's a, those are high prices. <laughs> it's it, but, what you know, whatever, whatever if you can it, if it
1: works, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really a test, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah.
0: You, yeah. You can get feedback on it and, and yeah. say, you know, does this seem reasonable or right? That sort of a thing.
1: And if people click away and go, Oh no, no, you know, <laughs>
0: that's not okay. Then, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, when when um so you say you, you don't have a, an actual storefront on your your website which I love uh, when me say this publicly I love Alex Gardner's website I think it's <laughs> really really gorgeous you've <laughs> oh, done a thank wonderful you. I'm going to actually nice. click it's around a, it right now to to look a, while while a we talk.
1: It's a labor of love.
0: It's it's really well done. Is it um based on any particular um content management system or it's is It's
1: a it? WordPress site. Nice. Um and there is a theme that i use and have slightly tweaked here and there mm-hmm. to do what i want it to do nice. um but yeah
0: yeah i i love the 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 full page photos in the background thanks yeah cuz you're one also of my, a-
1: one of my side sort of interest is photography and, and when I made this website I was like, wait, I have all these pictures. I can put them <laughs> with my this is great, it'll be colorful yeah. and you know, I have yeah. something to do with all these bajillion pictures that I have taken over the last few years. So.
0: Yeah, it's really perfect. It, and I think it, it it's it's all it, it's not only like visually just gorgeous, um, but it does what what Alex Shapiro talks about you know, Mm. with, with her website where she has, um, or particularly her blog notes from the kelp where it, it marries her kind of her web presence with, um, her, her personal interest of marine biology and and all of that where she's, she's writing about the, the foxes outside her, her, her door and the, the whales off the shore and all of that. And it's, it it really it brings and she's also uh, a photographer and so she she put that I I think that's a really smart way of marrying your interests and and, and kind of showing that you're a multi dimensional person. Yeah, I
1: mean it's nice. It's nice. I think it's nice to yeah if you can figure out on your composer website or your whatever website for whatever mm-hmm. you are, um, you know how to make it m- more personal. Mm-hmm. How to make it personal and keep it professional. Mm-hmm. It, you know. There's a lot of ways to do that, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, the photography made it made it um, sort of easier to put together and and uh, nice and and uh, you know over the years I've also learned that for composer websites especially since a lot of people don't know you know about necessarily composer websites. Like you Mm -hmm. have to make it really easy to, for them to find all the things you want them to find.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like Um, I I know, you know, I've again, this website and well, I've had a website for years, but mm. it's always come from exhaustive research of other composer websites. And a lot Mm -hmm. of them are, you know, frankly, just awful. (laughs) Yeah. Terrible, (laughs) you know, and, um, you don't need to reinvent the wheel to no. make a nice website.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I'm I'm just looking actually when a few days ago I was looking through here and I just I I love the amount of information that you give. I think it's so Oh thanks. Just it,
1: it Well it's the basics, you know, what yeah. is the what is the piece? What mm-hmm. what is it called? How long is it? Who mm-hmm. what instruments are in it?
0: Yeah, the stuff. If there's that you, a
1: recording, smack yeah. it there. You exactly. know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you you have do you have program notes for everything on here or just most I have
1: things? program notes for pretty much everything. Yeah,
0: nice. That's yeah. that's great. Yeah, because um, I know when I have run, you know, when I ran the Taborowski Algra concert series a billion years ago, and and even now when I still sort of put on programs, I go hunt. I go hunting through composers' websites to find mm-hmm. new rap. And I, I say, I know of this person. I'm sure they have some vocal music. Maybe I'll I'll you know program something, and. Almost every time I see, oh, they do have a, a cycle for, you know, tenor or baritone, because uh, my voice goes either way, <laughs> uh, and piano, uh, and okay, it was written last year, and it's 15 minutes long. Next. Like, <laughs> I there's no recording, I don't know who wrote the text, I don't, there's no program, no, just no. Yeah, no. not Next. helpful. Not
1: helpful. That, yeah, yeah,
0: not helpful at all. Yeah. And, uh, and it's yeah. not just young composers there's some oh uh, no it's yeah
1: it's everybody yeah there
0: there's one uh, particular pulitzer prize winning composer's website that i think is really dreadful and um all of my friends seem to think so too. We use that as a an example in our own conversations, and I will not say the name.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's good to not. It's good to not call them out.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I think it's actually. Uh, unfortunately, there are lots and lots of highly decorated, fantastic
0: mm-hmm. composers
1: who whose websites are not okay. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: but that's you know. Some of yeah. them have publishers, and maybe the thing thing is, you know, my publisher will take care of that information. It's all there, mm-hmm. so why bother, you know, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you, but... I used to, um,
1: I, in my youth, I had a cynical theory that, you know, there was an inverse relationship between the, the how good a composer's websites were and how popular they would be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: great. <laughs> 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 There's some super bad ones, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really all for making it really as easy as possible for somebody who wants to find yeah a piece, um, you know, make it as easy as possible to find it and get the information that they need. That said, um, it's interesting. I was just talking to somebody else about this and this kind of is a, is a constant frustration of mine. Like, as, as you said, I put, I put program notes on every piece that mm-hmm. has them there's a couple that don't but they're you know um, they're right on the website it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who, whenever almost whenever I have a, a concert I will receive an email with the with the programmer or whoever publicity mm-hmm. person asking me to send program notes
0: for the, <laughs> for the piece
1: and, and you know this is sort of under under my my uh, always be a professional no
0: mm-hmm. matter what Mm -hmm.
1: thing um it doesn't matter it's frustrating you Mm -hmm. nicely answer the email and you just suck it up and send them the program notes in the Mm -hmm. email you you know it's Mm -hmm. very tempting to go like oh yeah they're on my website here's the link you know yeah and I feel like that's probably not the best way to handle that (laughs) you know I always I always say you know if they ask for a lot of things, I might send them the program notes and say, oh, by the way, my bio, oh, my bio is on my website. Here's the link right mm-hmm. here. You know, yeah. But, um, but yeah, this, this happens 98% of the time mm-hmm. that, that I receive personal emails, you know, want, wanting yeah. me to send them the things. <laughs> Even though the things are readily available, right and that's just a <laughs> yeah. I try it's... to be efficient. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was there for you, but I guess all right. Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah. To, but... <laughs> that's okay.
1: That's okay. Yeah. That's the way the world is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You, if if that's if that's the price of getting a performance, fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine,
1: <laughs> and it helps. You know, if you if you answer requests like that, you mm-hmm. know. Kind way, then mm-hmm. you know, they will like you better, and you will yeah. get more performances. So, mm-hmm. just building yeah. building rapport with your people who mm-hmm. care about your music, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's important to to be cool about that, even if you're like,
0: <laughs> <"Gah."> uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. yeah, <laughs> grit your teeth and smile. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, what other things do you, do you, uh, do you think that composers like maybe should do or tend to do wrong, um, or, or just ideas you have about websites, opinions? You said in, on Facebook, oh. I have opinions. I'm like, yes, I have
1: opinions too. I love it. <laughs> Um, I think I kind of already said it, which is just basically make it really easy for people to Mm -hmm. find what they need, Yeah, you know, have one page with all of the things. Don't make people click eight times to find Mm -hmm. the program notes and the audio Mm -hmm. and the thing, you know, each piece that if you, if you have a piece that is, that you want out into the world, you know, have one page with all the information that somebody Mm -hmm. will need to put it on a concert. Yeah. I feel like that's a very straightforward and it and it doesn't happen as much as you, would, you mm. would think it was so yeah or that you would think it would so
0: yeah yeah and I, as as someone who has designed a lot of websites for composers yeah. um it it- uh, i've found over over the years i've i've obviously <laughs> if I didn't learn a lot of stuff I'd be an idiot, but so i I've learned a lot of stuff uh about organizing the information and um I find that even though it's a little bit more work, uh, doubling up the info, like putting the, the same information in multiple places can make life so much easier for, Redundancy, for everyone.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like ha- having it. your, your audio Be page and putting that audio also with the work so totally. that you, you don't have to make people click around and find yeah. the little thing. It's don't just, make
1: people click cause yeah. they're going to get frustrated and they're going to leave. Oh, it's, yeah. It's so too min- frustrating. Too much clicking. Yeah. People yeah, people don't have time, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you have a recording of this piece, put it on the page for that piece, yeah. and also put it on your audio page.
1: Yeah, if you have, so or that... if you have a media page with videos and stuff, mm-hmm. that's great. People can go to one place and find lots of cool things, and then mm-hmm. if, if they want to get more serious about a particular piece that they saw mm-hmm. a video about, have them have it easy for them to go get all the other things. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. Yeah, I I I have found it frustrating in the past um going to like looking through okay these are the vocal works by this composer there are no recordings with anything so i have now i have to go over to the audio page and see do they have recordings for okay the uh, that piece that seemed most interesting they don't have a recording so what are the other okay that one looks okay there is a recording but it's not great but still it's there why can't it be on the works page yeah
1: exactly Exactly. (laughs) exactly um another thing that um a lesson that I had to learn in the last couple of years also is that um with websites if you're doing you know if you're involved in classical music you know especially if you're if your music is is included in concerts that also um, have standard repertoire on them mm-hmm. for instance it may be that people looking to program are older than you and may need a less complicated situation to find your stuff online. So, mm-hmm. which means, you know, as much as I love super fancy websites with moving parts and mm-hmm. and scrolling and this and that mm-hmm. and things that pop out and stuff that like, don't do that. For, <laughs> for, if you're doing classical music, make it simple, make it look nice. But, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, all of the, you know, there's a lot of sort of, for instance, WordPress themes that are super, super cool, but they're confusing mm-hmm. to people who are not, yeah. you know, who may not be always online looking at groovy websites. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, keep it keep it simple. Keep
0: mm-hmm. it simple. I
1: think that's important because it's. I mean, there's there are some composer websites that are very nice, but um, they they look lovely and do really fun, cool things, but. Mm-hmm. They would be confusing for uh, somebody, uh, maybe a sixty-five-year-old who Mm -hmm. needs to program something on this series.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that's the reality for for classical music. You know, if you can make something that's simple but looks, you know, that just that just looks. Professional and good, mm-hmm. and you know, colorful, interesting, what have you. But it mm-hmm. doesn't need to, you know, sort of have things flying across the page and a lot of movement mm-hmm. and complicated things that are not intuitive. Um,
0: yeah, it's yeah,
1: best to avoid for the classical music. I feel like.
0: Yeah, that's the and, and I, I, I've, yeah. I've I've found a num a number of websites out there, uh, and I I think it's fewer over the years. I think people start to redesign their sites. I've seen ones where the the navigation you know bar or whatever um rather than just saying home bio works media contact it's it's icons and you don't necessarily right. it's it's not a there's no word on it you can't right. just like it, it's it's not always intuitive like is this is this yeah. eighth note up in the thing that icon is that for the to listen to it or is that to learn about the piece Or to get the I
1: score or what? Like, yeah, what, I don't what? know what that yeah, is. Exactly, oh, it's your yeah. bio.
0: That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: When I first made my current website, I had my pieces listed in a really nice, like, what I thought was a you know very beautiful sort of portfolio situation and everything mm-hmm. had a you know picture in front. I had done some special coding to make it look really mm-hmm. awesome and I um, Everything could be filtered by ensemble type and everything. In like a photographer portfolio scenario. So things would move and... And yeah, stuff, I, I
0: remember that, and I was thinking, like, where did that go? Yeah,
1: yeah, and finally, uh, you know, I, and there were just enough comments from people who were like, that looks really nice, but I don't understand, you know, mm-hmm. so I got, sadly, <laughs> it made me <laughs> sad, but I got rid of it, and just sort of <laughs> had a standard list of works, and yeah, you can choose by category, so mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah, it, you know, you can't always, you can't always achieve the full dream.
0: <laughs> you know? I know, yeah, but I... I really do like the way that you have everything listed out here. Um, I mean, it's it's smart. You've got title, year, just in the the, the basic listing, title, year in yeah. parentheses, what the instrumentation. Excuse me, what the instrumentation is and the duration. That's yeah. that's enough to to be able to now click through. Yeah. To the the full information right. of what what the piece is, and so often. So terribly often, I find that that's all you get. Like you don't get you don't get to click through with so many other composers' websites. It's just you have the title, the year, the instrumentation, and maybe the duration, or or what you know. Maybe not the year, maybe not the instrumentation, and or probably the instrumentation. But you don't necessarily. That's you don't get to click through to a a full page of information with recordings and and program notes. Um, Just that sort of really basic unhelpful, (laughs) completely unhelpful list.
1: Right, right. I think the important thing is for, if if somebody, if you're building your own website to think mm -hmm. about, you know, what you would want to know if you had to program a concert. What would you want to know about if you were looking for things that you had no idea about and you found Mm -hmm. this website, what would you need to know to choose this or Mm -hmm. that piece? Yeah. And do that for yourself, you know. Um, Yeah. or, or, Or get somebody to help you. I mean... Mm -hmm. i know that you know we don't have we don't have a ton of disposable income to necessarily (laughs) hire hire people to do things for us but it is worth you know getting with a friend a a Mm -hmm. web savvy friend or you know a programmer or somebody who knows who knows Mm -hmm. websites to at least you know talk through what what you need
0: yeah yeah it's it's easy to to or how to to do what you need you know how to make it work yeah, it's pretty easy to set up. Like my my site is based on WordPress as well. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to set those up, and you can get a handy dandy little theme that kind of does most everything for you. But yeah, to talk to somebody who either they have a good website or they design websites and they kind of know how to put this together too, just to just ask them a couple of questions and and find out how how should I, how can i best organize this what's the best mm-hmm. way for me to present information where you don't necessarily have to um you know shell out all the money to have them do it for you but you exactly. can cons- consult with them maybe you know buy them a drink or you know throw throw a few bucks their way or something take them to lunch um and and just get advice so that you can do it right and and not try to reinvent the wheel right which is We all all frequently want to reinvent the wheel. I know. I there's a lot of reinventing
1: wheels. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've I've reinvented so many wheels, and uh, (laughs) they come out square a lot. (laughs) (laughs) End up the wrong shape.
1: Well, although our our musical lives are always changing now, there yeah there are certain things that have been happening for a really long time, and wheels don't need to be reinvented. You know. Mm -hmm. New ensembles are formed Mm -hmm. all the time. They have Mm -hmm. been for years and years and years. One does not need to reinvent the wheel with how to deal with an ensemble. You just Mm -hmm. have to, you know, figure out, figure out where to, who to talk to, where to look Mm -hmm. for information, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Get the, the, the targeted advice that you really need. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh.
1: That said, if people want to reinvent things, I, I know that that's, you know, that's, that's cool. You can, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's totally fine. There are yeah. certain, certain infrastructure issues though, that don't need to be reinvented.
0: Yeah, yeah. there's um, the, the podcast uh, that I listen to all the time they, they talk about um, different activities being um, well a- adhering to the way that they interpret the 80/20 rule. Um, the, the traditional 80/20 rule is that 80% of 80 percent um, of your results comes from 20 percent of your uh, effort. Right. And they they have a it's it's kind of the same ish take it but it's a little skewed. They say basically they think of how do you how should you really be spending eighty percent of your time? And how should you the the rest of it can go in that in, in the twenty percent. You know, you wanna sort of turn that around so you're not wasting your time and um so yeah, you do you really wanna be spending that much of your time reinventing certain wheels if you if you do fine, you know. But is this a distraction from writing? Is this a distraction from doing other things that you can do and probably should be doing? Uh, or, or is this something that will actually have a, a positive and, and measurable impact on exactly. your career and your ability yeah. to get your music out there?
1: That's a really good point. Yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah, I've. I have fallen into many of those traps, frequently redesigning my own site.
1: As have we all.
0: Like, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> so do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, right. <laughs> or, or have done, have done. I right. haven't redesigned right. it in a couple of years. Right, um.
1: right. <laughs> We're always learning our whole yeah. lives. That's yeah. the cool thing about composing is that, and having your own, you know, or, and self-publishing and doing things on your own is that, mm. you know, you're just always learning.
0: Yeah. That's, it's,
1: you know, it never stops. It never, you're yeah. never like, okay, that was it. That was great. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: I figured it out. I figured Dun. it out.
1: Done. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Time for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as much uh, as we so, would
1: like one. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you were saying, I mean, we're kind of already in, in this path already. Um, you... You get asked a fair amount of advice f- from from people having you know oh, having yes. been you know visible through New Music Box and and um, your your web presence and and you know all the things that you do. Uh, I'm curious to know what uh, what the main things are that people ask you. Is there like a kind of a, a typical thread of things that people say? Oh. The, how do I do this? Or or what do you think about that? Is that, is there anything normal?
1: I get a lot of, um, should I get a doctorate Mm. questions from students? Mm -hmm. You know, should I go on and do this? You Mm. know, I, I didn't. So I think that's why they come to me and, and ask. So I get a Mm -hmm. lot of the, you know, should I, I have my master's. What, what the heck Mm -hmm. do I do now? Um, yeah. And, uh, some self-publishing questions, you know, mm-hmm. how have you, you know, how have you been able to continue being a composer for <laughs> almost 30 years, you know, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, so life, the big life questions, yeah, which of course, yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, Okay, let me try to <laughs> give good advice. Give good advice. Or at least ask the right questions. Really, it's not about giving advice. It's about, you know, learning to ask yourself the questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. And find the answers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Find answers. Yeah, so. I, I would assume that the the quote-unquote answer to the, the, the doctorate question is is in itself just a series of questions to make th- them look yeah. at what they want and what they yeah yeah
1: yeah. I mean that's what you know when I was doing my masters and uh, I actually didn't my musical life didn't sort of grow up around a culture where it was assumed that I would get that I would get a doctorate and become a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, my studies were kind of a little bit different that way, so it wasn't mm-hmm. just an automatic. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't consider it until I was. Getting my master's, and then, and then I was confused because I didn't mm-hmm. love being a student, and I mm-hmm. wasn't sure that I wanted to spend you know four or five more years being a mm-hmm. student. And uh, so I went to some of my my composer mentors and said, mm-hmm. you know, what do you think? And they and they all said, well, you know, if you're not interested in teaching, then mm-hmm. save yourself that time and, mm-hmm. money and
0: mm-hmm.
1: go do stuff yeah go do your thing um yeah. so that's kind of i think that was the best advice and that's kind of what i tell people if you really want to be a professor um
0: mm-hmm.
1: then go for it you know yeah go for it with the understanding that that is not a given mm-hmm. now in 2016
0: yeah and definitely. that has
1: nothing to do with the person or mm-hmm. how smart they are or how, what awesome school they go to or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just not, you know, there's too many composers mm-hmm. for all the, the jobs. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you really want to be a professor and you think that getting a doctorate will be will be helpful, um, then yes, yes, I mm-hmm. endorse that plan. But if you're not sure, if you're not really, really sure, mm-hmm. then at least take time off to think about it. Yeah. What you want to do, try being a composer for a while in the world, see how that feels, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, um, and then you can either not or make the decision a little bit later. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a, that was a no brainer decision for me. Also, I just Mm -hmm. didn't feel like I would be well suited to academia, Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm, now that I'm older, I do really like going to schools and like giving master classes and talking to students. Mm-hmm. And I, and I have the occasional, you know, private student and I love, you know, doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, at the time I was like, Oh no, I shouldn't do that. That's, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think that would go well at all. And I think that was, I, I think I knew myself well enough to, yeah, to, that that was that that was the right decision. Um, so yeah, and you know the way I've made it work for myself is that I've kind of always had a part time job, mm-hmm. and on the side,
0: mm-hmm. to
1: so that I had a little bit more, con- you know, little as much time as I could mm-hmm. for composing, and just sort of have made my life work mm-hmm. that way. And luckily, I had you know a, kind of a cool weird skill set that let me be employable (laughs) you know yeah sort of technology things um you know I worked as a theater tech and Mm. and as an audio engineer at NPR and I you know did things like that but it was always it's always been full-time um or sorry part-time excuse me Mm -hmm. with a, a couple like Quick forays into full time, which mm-hmm. I was
0: like, yeah not, oh was wait, composing. never mind yeah yeah <laughs> but, uh,
1: so um, you know that worked for me, and it hasn't mm-hmm. been you know people are always like, well, what about health insurance, what about this? And you know, I've always had my own health insurance. it's been mm-hmm.
0: fine.
1: you know, mm-hmm. you can make it work yeah, it's absolutely possible to um make it work
0: yeah to yeah, do what
1: you, to do what you want to do and and uh you know. And in some cases, you know, my, my sort of day jobs were helpful for my, for my musical career mm-hmm. and vice versa, you know, the fact yeah. that I could read music was really helpful when I was at NPR and they let me do really cool things that some of the other engineers weren't allowed to do because they couldn't read music. So
0: oh, nice. awesome, you know? Yeah.
1: So, so, uh, you know, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: having other jobs is not all bad by any means. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I've actually really, um, come to appreciate my other experiences. I've also had jobs that had nothing to do with music, you know, Mm -hmm. early on that, that were, that were helpful, you know, Mm -hmm. like in learning how to talk to all kinds of different people Mm -hmm. from all kinds of different backgrounds, you know, um, basic human things like that you
0: know (laughs) yeah yeah not
1: everybody gets those if you grow up you know if you're one of if you're a musician who you know has been doing your thing since you were two
0: Mm -hmm. and has been ensconced
1: in conservatory and music is all you think about all day Mm -hmm. that's cool I think that's wonderful that's a wonderful you know luxury to have to have a life like that um Mm -hmm. but maybe you know it's tougher to, to talk to people who don't know anything about music or who, mm-hmm. you know, are from a really, really different socioeconomic class or whatever,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: you know. So yeah. So I feel well-rounded <laughs> at this point.
0: <laughs> that's good. <laughs> from that's all the good. jobs, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I, was, when I was in the day job business, um, I spent, I forget how many years, um, I could do the math, but I'm not going to. Uh, like when I moved to New York, I, I tempt. It was like full time temping, and I just mm-hmm. and I could bounce from job to job. You know, oh, they only need me for a week. Great, and then I move on, and I'm not sick of that job. But I, I, I definitely le- learned a lot of great skills from working in offices. Um, you know, doing jobs that I hated. I, I, I despised the reception gigs that I'd get because I'm terrified of phones. <laughs> or terrified of talking to strangers on the phone. I don't uh-huh. like that at all. Uh, but. It, it does force you to do it, and yeah. you learn that it's not so scary, even though I still don't like to do it. Um, and also, filing, like just being organized about things that and and, totally. and dealing with details that um, are important to other people and not necessarily to you, but being able to follow. Those instructions, and I ended up in a number of finance jobs. Uh, I was I was a hedge fund administrator for six what? months on on Wall Street. Yeah, oh, I, that's I did fabulous. that.
1: Fabulous, you went Yeah, it was, for, yeah, it
0: was uh, <laughs> interesting
1: day jobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was uh, a fund. Of, it, it was a fund of funds. So it was. It wasn't like the fast paced hedge fund stuff. It was slow moving funds of subsidiary funds, and uh, um, but I I loathed it. I hated. I, I started as a temp, and they're like, "Hey, you're not dumb, and we have an opening. You want it?" I'm like, "Salary? Great." And like six months in, I said, "No, thank you. I have to go. I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be hourly." And I learned a lot from that job. And uh, they actually brought me back hourly, which was awesome. That was nice. And and then later, I ended up uh, doing nonprofit finance for a, a theater for almost three years. So I know a lot of accounting stuff, so I can follow That's my expenses. Great. I can fo- see where's the money coming in, you where's the money that going stuff. out. You need yeah, that and stuff. yeah, it's there. There's no mystery to it. I mean, in 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 the world, there's very little, little mystery to how you track income and expenses. But it's completely demystified when you're in it for a little while and and get yeah. to learn that skill yeah. outside of the musical realm. Right and then apply it to your own career. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to think I'm, I'm a little well-rounded as well.
1: <laughs> Indeed you are. <laughs> Cheers to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Especially after, you know, getting married, you get a little more well-rounded. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> um, so, uh, is there any other like advice stuff that you get asked?
1: Um let's see sometimes um about I'm putting an album out, what should I you know
0: mm-hmm. how should
1: I do that? Should I go with label? Mm-hmm. Should I work with a publicist? Mm-hmm. You
0: know.
1: Um you know, yeah different, all kinds of different things, you know, how mm. do I, how do I get more gigs? How do I <laughs> do this? I, I'm not sure I have answers for all those questions, but, yeah. um, I try to try to be helpful.
0: Yeah. Uh, and before we, uh, started the show, I, I, uh, mentioned that you know we we can totally re- retread some of the the stuff from from the episode that I recorded yesterday with with Rob Jemer. um the idea that when you know people ask advice or or when you're giving advice there's always that that feeling from the person giving it that like your mileage may vary
1: yeah yeah that's very that, true yeah
0: yeah that that you know what what I'm going to tell you maybe this worked for me exactly. and it, it might yeah. work for you but how, yeah, how, how do I get more gigs? I, what's your career like? What's your music like? What circles do you move in? What what are you yeah. aiming for? What kind of gigs are you looking for? Yeah. It it's it's difficult. It can be difficult to an- answer those. Oh yeah. Those things. The huge
1: wide open questions like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's like with the 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 doctorate question. What 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 do you want? What do, what are you yeah. What are you after? What do you
1: really, really want? You know, mm-hmm. where do you see, you know, the, that, the awful question where do you see yourself in 10, 20 years? Mm-hmm. I can tell you that it will change, but mm-hmm. you can but imagine. But as of this moment,
0: you know, yeah. You, yeah. You know,
1: you can imagine what you would like, what your ideal situation would be.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I talked recently with somebody about um, networking. You know, mm-hmm. networking. I don't mm-hmm. like that word too much, but
0: <laughs> but
1: it's a thing, you know, there's so many so many people who are scared about and uh, nervous about networking and going out and meeting people and mm-hmm. trying to um secure performances mm-hmm. and commissions and things by networking and um you know, as you say, mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. my my tact for that and i and i can tell you that i have always been a very pretty shy person not a total introvert mm-hmm. but like when i started out i just was terrified to mm-hmm. go into a group of composers or musicians or whatever and talk to mm-hmm. people or, or go up to a to an ensemble after a performance and tell them that i liked it or whatever that yeah. was like that took every ounce of you know mm-hmm. all the bravery I had in my body yeah you know yeah and then three days to recover <laughs> from it you know but and uh yeah and all I can you know all I all I can ever tell people about that is take a deep breath
0: mm-hmm. and
1: dive in figure yeah. out something that you know have something articulate that you can say about you and your work mm-hmm. and dive in yeah. And be nice. You know. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. you don't you don't you don't just go ask for a gig.
0: hmm
1: You you know, start up a conversation. Yeah. You know, be be friendly. hmm See what can happen. A lot of times nothing will happen, but you may have made a connection with that
0: ensemble
1: mm-hmm. and when yeah. they come back to your town in five years you can say, Hey, it's nice to see you again, la la la. It takes a really long time, you know,
0: yeah. to yeah, make if, stuff if happen. Make- but yeah, if you can make that connection, then you know, friend some, friend them on Facebook or follow them on Twitter, and and you can interact there and create a a, right. a more lasting, a deeper connection. That maybe they'll maybe they'll do your works. Maybe they won't, but yeah. it, if if yeah. if they they know that you're a decent person and yeah. you're not you're not a you're not a crazy person, right. <laughs> then right. uh, then they'll you'll at least be in their mind, ho- hopefully. Um, right. I uh, actually, a couple, like two months ago or something, a friend of mine um, was like, oh, you need to talk to so-and-so. Just tell her that, you, that that I said to to talk to her, and then she'll know you're not crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm right. like,
0: oh, yeah. Like, and, and I kind of realized that when I... When I email people out of the blue, I always make a point of saying "So and so said I should talk to you," and that's it's not just the that like oh yeah I know them. It's they're vouching for me that I'm not going to be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The approved not crazy card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it's it's important. Yes. If
1: you yes introductions by friends or colleagues mm-hmm. are great.
0: Yeah. Super they can helpful. Be really can really
1: like speed things mm-hmm. along, you know, and also assure the person that you want to meet that you are not bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's really great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and also, uh, I really think it's important when you find something about a performance or an ensemble or a person or whatever, if they did something that you really like, mm-hmm. it, tell them. Communicate. Yeah. Send them an email.
0: Mm-hmm. Just like,
1: Give them some love. Tell them I really, you know, Dennis, I really love the podcast with Rob Deemer because <laughs> you talked about X, Y, and Z and thank you. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's really important. I can trace, um, you know, the last, my very best gigs from the last almost 10 years from a single email that I sent mm-hmm. b- wanting nothing yeah. except to tell this person mm-hmm. that I thought the thing they did was awesome yeah you know that I, I expected nothing from mm-hmm. it but yet it, yeah it blo- snowballed into all kinds of really cool stuff that I yeah. never ever could have you know predicted
0: yeah I, you know. I feel like with 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 networking you know everybody thinks of it with networking with a capital n it you know going into a room with your business cards and having an agenda. And yeah. I, that I I never f- have found that to work. Um, I try to have business cards, but I usually forget them at home. Um, but my I always think of it networking with a with a with a lowercase n. It's yeah. you go into a room and you just want to meet some people, yeah. and you're not. You know, you are going to have a little agenda in the back of your brain. We all do, but. To go into a room and say, I'm going to get a performance out of this, then you know, good luck with that, because it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. But to go into a room and say, I you know, I want to say hi to that person, because I like what they do, and I want to let them know that I think they're cool, and then I'm going to meet someone else. And I don't know who that is, but I'm going to meet somebody. A uh, couple years yeah. ago, I was at a, a concert um, also at Symphony Space, and uh, it, it was after something by david deltretti i forget which piece it was but um vivian perlis was in the room and i was like i'm gonna say hi to her (laughs) like i i like what she does i'm just gonna say hi and i and i did and we talked for a minute and that was that we've never spoken since but you know just to be in the room and to say hi was was nice also that night uh there was an author in the room whose work i really liked. And we started talking, and we're just having a wonderful conversation. He said, "You're a young composer. You should be you should be networking right now." He was. He actually said specifically, "I'm surprised you're not looking over my shoulder for the next person to talk to, because so many people do that." It's like, well, I don't, a I don't do that, and b I am networking right now. Like I'm talking to you. I like what you do, and you know, yeah. Someday I actually would like to make an opera out of one of your novels, and you know so let's talk about that at some point but right now we're talking about this <laughs> and I, I now we're friends
1: yeah this there you this
0: go auth- and nothing's Having come of that
1: conversations being yeah. yourself you know it you know sometimes it's hard to get started in that mm-hmm. room but you just yeah yeah power through
0: yeah and that's Take why there's wine at these hand. things yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have a glass of wine. You know, if you're, if you're not going to be crazy with the, with, with the booze, have a glass of wine. It's a nice little social lubricant. Say hi. Be, be fr- Everybody's, like, half the people in the room are as nervous as you are about oh, totally. saying hi to other people. Yeah. So talk. Talk yeah. to them. Say hello. It, yeah. The only thing that's going to come out of it, the only bad that could, thing that could happen is the conversation won't go anywhere. Right, and it'll be a little awkward, and you move on.
1: And you say, "It was great to talk to you. Have a good mm-hmm. evening." And you yeah, go and meet you another person. On. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Totally I, I doable.
1: Think, I think. Yeah. I think that in situations like that, you know, especially if they're sort of you know fancy symphony spacey things mm-hmm. like that, one thing that um, I've learned, and I tell, and I tell younger composers this all the time, is that you know. It's really easy to get starstruck by this or that person mm-hmm. in the room, but we are all people. Those yeah. you know, Pulitzer Prize-winning composers, or whoever mm-hmm. you're into, you know, they yeah. have pores. They like mm-hmm. pizza. You mm-hmm. know the, they have to wash their hair too. You know, yeah, it, yeah. They're just they're people. They're people.
0: So yeah, yeah there's a there's a I, I know a number of well-known composers and one, one of them in particular um, a lot of people are like oh maestro 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 and that drives me nuts can we got, stop calling people maestro yeah. can we just strike that word but um, yeah I'm like oh, you mean and I'll say you know say their name. <laughs> like, oh, do you know the maestro? Yeah, I know so-and-so. And I'm thinking, like, I've heard him fart. Like, he, this is a person. This is, a no, this is These are human beings. Like, they yeah. they put on their pants the one, like, at a time, like we do. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And I think it's easy to forget that and, you know, be yeah. nervous and start mm-hmm. stuck or whatever. But, yes. Yeah. Gleaned, from, gleaned from many years of New Music Box interviews with fancy composers, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. People. Yeah. Sometimes I, they I, roll
1: I, out of bed and haven't combed their hair. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, this is like everybody, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, yeah, it's okay. I, it <laughs> you know? is. Yeah. One, one networking, I mean, it's a silly, stupid little networking mistake, in quotes, that I, I, I remember making when I was early 20s, so, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, I met Paul Muldoon. At a at a, pro, at a concert, and um, so we started talking, and he was asking questions about me. Like, what do you do? What have you been writing? Because he knew I was a composer, because I studied with a friend of his, and um, and I kept deflecting and asking him about him, and and making the conversation about him and his achievements. And uh, afterward, the the mutual friend said he was interested in talking to you. About You you all, like, if you're a young composer and someone, like, famous asks you questions about you, y- you answer them. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> and ever true. since then, I, I've just, I've tried to keep that in mind that, yeah, so-and-so is famous and they're asking questions about me. So I'm going to answer them. Yes. Yeah. And
1: that said you should have answers in mind
0: if you know mm-hmm.
1: if that's a nerve-wracking thing you know, <laughs> have the basics in your head <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah well, what are you so, writing right now yeah uh. exactly
1: yeah exactly uh,
0: blank i've done that yeah. so many
1: times like total i know yeah <laughs> Brain <time>. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> oh the joys of networking Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well, we're at the uh the hour mark, so um Okay. Let's uh let's maybe wrap up. Uh so I always ask at the end of a show, um where do we find you online and how do we get in touch with you to ask you questions like should I get my doctorate? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have uh my website alexandragardner.net and mm-hmm. uh my email is right on there it's mm-hmm. alex at net. i'm mm-hmm. always happy to hear from people with questions or not whatever you mm-hmm. know yeah <laughs> um that's how to find me um that's the easiest way yes. I'm, i i i do the twitter thing a bit mm-hmm. so at alex gardner is my, nice is my handle there but yeah the website is the best way and and just email are the best way to to get hold
0: Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and you've got excitement on the street out there.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. No. Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs>
0: I'm surprised I've never had a um, a siren here. I've had the AC on before, <laughs> and you can always hear my fridge. Um, yeah. So, so thank you so much for for coming on the show. Thanks uh, for inviting I, I me. This was fun. Yeah, it's been fun have to do it again.
1: Yeah, uh, anytime. So,
0: Yeah, so stick around for a second. Don't uh, close the window. I'm going to stop the broadcast. And uh, everybody, thanks for listening. As always, you can find links and show notes on the website at musicpublishingpodcast.com slash mpp9. You can stay up to date on the latest news from the show and the schedule of live episodes on Facebook and on Twitter at MusicPubPod. And finally, join me live at 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, July 21st for my conversation with composer and choral conductor Dominic DiOrio. Thanks for listening. See you next week.